Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad. We're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going down? I'm feeling good, and it's good to be finally reacquainted with you, uh, Chris Broad. You've been a busy mm. bee buzzing around and um it's it's been really exciting uh, to hear from your exploits in your bar you've been in a bar you've been working in a bar you've been managing a bar chris come on now it was uh yeah it was, it was pretty fun actually running a bar hmm. don't know after like talking to 100 people and running a bar for four days i was a little bit like i don't think i want to do this again i said <laughs> it's just so hard so much hard work and like we cheated a little bit because we only served sake so there was no cocktail right. making it was just Pour oh. the drink in the cup, and even that I fucked yeah. up. I spilled it all over the bar, and uh, whatnot. But Nasky <laughs> came along, and that was good. And Charlotte was there. Um, that was all. Well, it was a good fun little thing. Good. good little week, but <laughs> exhausted. Exhausted. Uh, because you, because you. Uh, when I did the um, pre-Christmas um, celebration of a bronze Japan uh, in, mm. in 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 London's uh, nightlife district. Um, when in between shows you had like sort of meet and greets and um, yes. you just did about five hours of saying hello to people getting pictures taken um, mm, shaking mm. hands receiving gifts and chocolates which I um, ended up eating some of them um, uh, did, did like was it as about as exhausting as that because you really enjoyed yourself but it was really hard work I could tell even from, well, even from um, distance well, this time it was, it was only 25 people in evening, so it wasn't as mm. full on. There was That was like, right. I spoke to 500 people in one afternoon, mm. and I don't know mm. how I pulled that off, really. That was, that was really quite a miracle that I was able to get through that and not like, collapse. Because when I talk to each and every person, I actually put some effort in. I try and have a conversation, mm. right? It's not just, hello, my name is Chris, take a, fo- a selfie and fuck off. I try and actually <laughs> talk to them, right? I want to know what they're doing. What's their what's their deal? Mm. What's going on? Are they subscribed? Are they on the mm. Patreon? That's what I want to know. <laughs> 500 <laughs> people intimidating them to join the Patreon. But yeah. uh, no, so I put in the effort. And with this time, it was the extra added sort of difficult component of having to pour drinks and drink them. And I drank every single... Mm. Uh, round with them throughout the evening. So we had three sets, oh, right? Lordy. One group at six, seven, eight, and they came in for two hours each. And uh, 
and th- they had three drinks each. So that's nine drinks I had to battle my way yeah. through. And by the time how, I got to the last round, six, I was seven. like r- <laughs> fucked. I was messed up. How did you do six, seven, and eight in two hours each? Your your maths is all over the place. Well, unless oh, was it rotationals? <laughs> it was, yeah. So they came they, the first hour. Right. They got to sit at the bar counter, and the second hour they sat in this tatami mat room and oh, played chess. I and get, yeah, yeah, did yeah. various things, and I sort nice. of left Charlotte in there to to entertain them. Charlotte <laughs> did that. So B grade. It's my B grade experience. <laughs> it was a team effort, and uh, but yeah, by round three of the group, I was just obliterated because I'd gone through like six or seven cups of sake. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, I bet, I bet the I bet the eight o'clock show showing was getting some <laughs> getting some proper weird experiences, like Absolutely. a one man puking robot show, <laughs> robot restaurant, <laughs> vomited juice robot restaurant. That was good fun though. Yeah. Um, that's like the third kind of meetup event I've done in the last six months, isn't it? Between the Halloween party, mm. the one in London, and this one. Don't know if I'll do it again anytime soon. I guess if people buy the book, then I'll do it mm. and do a tour yeah. of the world. I'll be everywhere doing be good. little little bar tours. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, it's good fun. <laughs> um, when is when is the uh, when is the book out? When when is it all happening? Uh, it's looking like it's coming out in July. And so you can right. pre-order it now, okay. but I'm sort of holding fire until I know more details. I don't think we've got any stores set up outside of the UK. And obviously, okay. given that like all of our viewers and listeners are outside of the UK, I want to wait until mm. I know what's going on there. So yeah, holding fire Before for a bit. Announce and also, we get I the see. cover, the book cover right. They say don't mm. judge a book by its cover, but I do. And I want my cover to be good. It needs to be good. Let me guess. You in a Lolita uh, cosplay um, uniform, <laughs> just giving giving the middle finger up to the to the camera. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Why not? Broad, Broad in Japan, sitting <laughs> sitting on the shoulders of Ken Watanabe in Kabuki. Yeah, Trump. exactly. Perfect. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what I want the fucking front cover to look like. Really, um, the team mm. are going to go away and design that, then run it past me. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like. I, I'm obsessed with Maneki Neko Lucky Cats recently I think they look so cool mm. so maybe mm. I'll just have a Lucky Cat covered in fucking sake you sitting on a shelf sort of photoshop like a Lucky Cat going like pawing going wow, wow, I give you good luck <laughs> <laughs> a bit of that why not yeah. why not let's do why it why not why the hell not for crying out loud well we'll get Natsuki <laughs> on there and it was really nice like spending yeah. time with Natsuki and seeing him in Kyoto because uh, originally he wasn't come to the bar He's like, oh, Chris, right. so busy, so busy. And I was like, look, mm. Natsuki, it's money. And he was like, I'll catch the first plane. I'll get there I now. <laughs> I'm all the year. I'm all yeah. the year. Where's my money? <laughs> Obviously, I always pay Natsuki when he appears in videos, but I had to bribe him especially more to get him down to Kyoto because where he is, it's like a train, a plane, a fucking automobile, a boat. It's a mm. nightmare for him to get there. Uh, but he had a wild time. He turned up wearing this incredible kimono, which you'll see in the video. Um, but I wore this kimono, right? My friend down in Kyoto hooked me up with the top kimono man. And uh, he was like, you know, does like the emperor's kimono. And it was just, <laughs> and then he was doing mine. And on the way to the, uh, on the way to the bar, where he drove me back in his Audi or whatever, I said, you know, how much is this kimono? Like three, $3,000 or something? Um and he was like, no, more than this car. And I was like, what the fuck? Wow. It was like $35,000 kimono. And I was like, no, what are you, you insane? Get, like, custard down it or something. <laughs> A strawberry jam <laughs> and despair. I, uh, you know, he was, I was like, don't worry if you spill stuff down it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't mm. go to town on yeah. it. But there was one point where I was pouring someone's drink in my, um, my arm was over a candle. 
and I was, I just like, oh my god, I realised like my oh arms getting god. like hot. Chris, and, uh, you're giving me the heebie-jeebies. I can't handle this. Well, staining staining a three thirty thousand dollar kimono is one thing, or cutting it, but setting mm. fire to it, I suspect even he would have struggled to repair that. Um, so bet, yeah, that was a bit scary. Uh, does, did it have pockets? That's, that's all I asked. Did it have it nice did. big pockets? Yeah, yeah, they're in the sleeves, right. aren't they? The, the sleeves of kimonos are really big, and so it was like mm. deep within. I had keep a tissue. Stuff in there. That was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you can keep anything in there. You can fucking put everything you want down there. But uh, yeah, it's good fun. It was all in all, it was good mm. fun. And um, now mm. I'm bracing myself for the upcoming cycle with Connor around uh, Kyushu, like we did in Hokkaido last September. Yes, we're doing that again. And uh, I'm not ready. I've got eight <laughs> days to do it. I know I'm, f- I'm kind of a bit fucked. I know I'm kind of, I think I'm healthier mm. now than when I started the last cycle, but I'm still well out of my depth on this. Mm. And uh, I went for a long walk the other day. And my legs are really sore, even two days later. Oh. So how am I going to cycle 100 kilometers for seven fucking days? How am I going to do it? <laughs> what painkillers? I'm going to need like morphine drip in my arm yeah. on an IV to get through it all. That's but you were kind it. of like you go in cycles, don't you? Sometimes, sometimes you're fit. Literally sometimes cycles. You're tired when you get on the bike. But um, when you're out and about, um, will um, will Connor be like streaming live and stuff? Because I'm I'm fascinated by this new streaming technology that allows you to sort of stream while you're skiing or snowboarding stuff mm. like that. It's incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah, more recently he's hooked the uh, the backpack up to a better camera, so it's a much nicer mm. image. It's pretty cool. It's mm. cool to and yeah, he's uh, he's going to be streaming every single day of the trip, so that Wild. should be interesting. And I'm going to be filming mm. it kind of like we did for the last one, right? Um, mm. So yeah, yeah, that'd be good. But I'm I'm worried, and I I need to go to the gym tonight and prepare. And but instead, right. I've been sitting in the studio filming like. <laughs> A polystyrene oh, face and making stupid like <laughs> stupid like short film that is for my own private consumption. That sounds really shady. That sounds horrible. Yeah, no, that sounds <laughs> that sounds like you've got a weird polystyrene I, face that you're messing with and filming. I was testing uh, a black magic <laughs> cinema camera and using uh, cool I music. See. I sent you the right. video, you saw nothing untoward. It did. There was well, nothing ropey in there. It depends on it. Depends. Um, when you, uh, Chris, obviously, um, we, we uh, on the um, on another podcast called the Luke and Pete Show. I've mm. been trying to make uh, the KSI Logan Paul drink uh, dangerously uncool prime, and ah, yes. I am also um, and, and and obviously um, Mr Beast has been in the news uh, this week. Uh, about um, making his followers tidy up his chocolate range in Walmart, of all places. Ah, uh, the Beast um, chocolate. Un- unpaid, yeah. Um, is, is, there any inter- is there any interest in uh, releasing your own kind of sake or chocolate? Or what product would it be if it was uh, up to you? Uh, Chris Broad snack. Broad Japan chicken, isn't it? In a jelly <laughs> yes, form factor. Yes, family chicky. <laughs> yes, Chrissy chicky. What about yeah? Like I mean, like we'd chop up some fried chicken into a fine paste mm-hmm. and put it in a Dr. Yeah. Jelly pouch, and you could suck that out like on it. the go. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like a pate. Well, you do have like, well, you do have like. Um, there was that. There was on that. Um, sorry, news website. There was this uh, new story about uh, uh, in Taiwan. There was uh, pudding ramen. Where like it's like a pudding that um, <clears throat> it's like a caramel. Oh, uh, uh, you know those caramel uh, desserts you get in in England. Yeah. They're yeah. like caramel puddings with like a with like a little tab on the bottom, and you pull it, mm, and it they're opens very popular up and it yeah. Yeah. Flop. 
it. flobs out. Um, yeah, caramel puddings, and I uh, and and you mix it with a, with a, with your ramen to make it creamier, I think, Ooh. or sweeter. It's it's it, it, apparently it works. Apparently it works. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm yeah. not so sure about that, to be honest. But yeah, it seems like uh, that that drink, what's it called? Prime. That's just, mm. I'm glad it's not in Japan. I'm glad I'm shielded from the mania. Although it was in the UK when it kicked off, and I never actually saw it with my own eyes. A testament mm. to how popular the damn drink was. Although I read there was a yeah. guy in Kent who'd like, uh, like a news agent in Kent, where I'm from, and he'd like hoarded loads of them and become mm. like the number one prime shop in the UK. Selling this god awful coconut water. Just, or whatever. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's, it is just. I mean, it's just sugar water, isn't it? But uh, yeah, I mean, they, they they they've kind of limited the uh, amount of uh, bottles available to buy in the UK, and so now it's mm. uh, you know to just to, just to bump up the price wait, and stuff and bump was, up the scarcity. What was the Mr Beast chocolate? I know he sells chocolate, but what do you mean he was getting so, used? To so Mr Beast, he he um, tweeted yesterday or the day before, mm. um, basically saying, "Look, if you see my chocolate bars in Walmart or any other store, mm. and if the if everything's in disarray, if the chocolate bars are kind of like flopping around and you know it, it looks untidy, can you tidy <laughs> them up for me? If you're a fan of Mr Beast, can you help?" And it's just like. It's fucking capitalism, mate. Get your own fucking chocolate tidiers. <laughs> but obviously his 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 kind of like stands are just like going absolutely wild and going, Yeah, man, I'm I'm heading out to Walmart now to tidy up your fucking chocolates. It's like fuck <laughs> off. Power. Fuck off. Just fuck right off. Terrible stuff. Terrible. Powerful stuff. But yeah, this yeah. is top tier YouTube is right. It's terrifying <laughs> how much uh, mm. power they wield. I remember I was talking to someone recently about <laughs> like influencers and you know i i am one i forget that um and but the, the, there's just they're just so influential <laughs> it sounds stupid mm, but they so they wield a level of power that even celebrities would be shocked by because uh, you know people typically trust influencers more than mm. sort of a-list celebrities and i i, I think mm. they should in fairness because usually a celebrity's got like four different pr companies to go through and you never know what the real deal is and to some extent with as an influencer it's just you with a camera it's a great way to mm. directly contact your fans and have that rapport but yeah there is a level of I don't know, just the way you can <laughs> influence. <laughs> I think just, I think when people just get things wrong, it's just like, oh, you've really got that wrong. That's that's this mm. is weird. And and you know, and and with a name like Mr. Beast, I suppose you would, um, uh, you, you say one thing and and everything gets taken out of context, and it's just kind of like, but yeah, I'm 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 not mm. a fan of the guy anyway. But um, it, it just seemed like a particularly callous way to um to to motivate to weaponize your uh, your fan base to tidy up your fucking chocolate for granted. I had a <laughs> I had a meeting with Mr Bean Mr Mr Bean <laughs> Mr Bean. <laughs> I had a meeting with Mr Beast manager uh, I think four or five months ago actually to talk about mm. something. Um, guy called mm. Reed. He's really on the ball, obviously. Um, a big part of Mr. Beast's success. Um, I think Mr. Beast is a team of about 100 plus people, and he owns like a small town in North Carolina, like you do. Right. Um, and it's just everything's next level with him. But I did mm. recommend that they should send Mr. Beast to space, and he was like, "We'll look into that." So if Mr. Beast goes to space, I want credibility. Yeah, I want. I want why. to take the credit for that. It was me. I want credibility. In the same way <laughs> I met Elon Musk and gave him a rocket-shaped birthday cake 12 years ago, mm. I yeah. feel like I'm instrumental in uh, the future of space travel. All these uh, <laughs> these little these little conversations, these little, these little cakes here and there. Yeah. 
I've yeah. played my part in a space morsel, travel. A little morsel here, a morsel there. Absolutely. Well, we've got a story <laughs> this week from uh, Daniel Radcliffe himself, uh, or oh, Seth. I don't well. know why. <laughs> it got me excited then. Uh, Seth Gregory, who says, Hello, Chris and Pete. My first month in Japan, I experienced a rather bizarre interaction beginning with a simple lunch in Shinjuku. On my lunch break, mm. I decided to grab sushi at a local Kaiten Zushi uh, Kaveya restaurant. And while the restaurant was busy, I was able to be seated at one spot at the counter next to an elderly Japanese woman. When she noticed me struggling to operate the hot water faucet, uh, faucet, she offered to help, first in Japanese, then uh, in surprisingly good English, when she realised I couldn't speak very well. We continued to chat for the remainder of my lunch, and she ended up inviting me to coffee over the weekend. Crikey. Thinking nothing of it, and seeing uh, as she was uh, very friendly, I agreed, and she suggested we meet in Shibuya. At the agreed time, uh, I met her by the station and she asked if it was okay to take a short train ride elsewhere as she said that she knew a good place, in quotation marks. Uh, Three line transfers and 45 minutes later, we arrive at the place, a rather unremarkable family restaurant. Shortly after sitting down, she pulls out a suspicious pamphlet written entirely in Japanese with a photo Uh of Mount Fuji on it and asks me, have you seen this before? Uh, when I said no, she seemed very excited and spent the next 40 minutes translating and dictating the entire thing, more or less describing how the entire world will perish in horrific earthquakes, <laughs> fires and other such disasters wow. in the near future before burning in hell for eternity, unless everyone follows these very specific instructions. Finally, she mentioned that by complete coincidence, the group's headquarters is right next door, and she would like me to visit to receive a blessing. At this point, however, I made up some excuse about having to take, having to go and meet some friends and take off uh, for the station shortly thereafter. When I got back and showed the pamphlet to my Japanese housemates, they all laughed and said, oh yeah, these guys are the Mount Fuji death cult. Ha ha ha. Suffice to say, I learned my lesson about following random strangers across the city for some coffee. Uh, has anyone tried to induct you guys into a cult while you've been in Japan and do groups like these go after foreigners in particular? Uh, P.S. guys, thanks for a great time at the Abroad in Japan bar last week. Oh, thanks for coming, Seth. Hope you had a good time. Um, would love to have heard that Different story kind of cult. Yeah, the Abroad in Japan bar. <laughs> Follow me. Follow these instructions or you'll die in hell. Um, yeah. Wow, the, the, Mount, the Mount Fuji death the cult, Mount was Fuji that? death cult. Is yeah, that? I like that. I mean... It's not Alvin, I guess it? it's the focus of a lot of Japan. So, like, I imagine if you're going to worship something or if you're going to have a death cult, may as well do it on Mount Fuji, I suppose. <laughs> good views, isn't it? Get some good views. Good, uh, ju- look, great to just look out from the top of Mount Fuji, drink the Kool-Aid, brilliant. Fantastic no, my luck. Stuff. If I went to join the cult and I went to their fucking Mount Fuji headquarters, there'd be a cloud covering Mount Fuji that day. And it'll be one. Fu- I was on the <laughs> train the other day going yeah. to Kyoto. Blue skies from Sendai to Kyoto. Blue skies, not a single cloud. And then we got no. to Mount Fuji. We rocketed past it. And, there was one there fucking cloud it. blocking the view. <laughs> bastard. Yeah, but good. I think is this maybe the Alm, the the cult Alm? You know the ones that did the sarin gas attacks? Because I know their headquarters was also at the base of Mount Fuji, and they did oh, like fire know. and death and hell. So they're not, they're not back on the they're not back on the beat. They do are exist they? still. Yeah, they still exist. Ugh, lordy. Although the head well, I guess guy... they were quite successful relatively, as, as a death cult goes. Yeah, pretty terrifyingly. And the head guy, mm. uh, of, of, like he uh, sentenced to death and did get hung a few years ago with uh, a mm. few other, other group members, I think. Um, 
Jesus, though, God. I, there was the um, there's the Happy Science cult slash religion, uh, and the founder of that recently passed away. I think he's age he was age sixty nine or something, and uh, mm. he was the supposed to encompass Jesus, Muhammad, Father Christmas, and everything basically, and that mm. didn't seem to help him um, live longer. Uh, maybe maybe right. when you are burdened with being all of these characters at once or real individuals maybe that burdens your mm. your body and you, you just don't live long either way it's burdened my body <laughs> help, <laughs> help it's burdened my body this is the one where pete pete macy uh premier two he he, mm. he did a voiceover for their advert and had to be the voice of the cult leader and at one point oh, really brilliant when he went into the, the the building i think it was somewhere in shibuya um mm. <laughs> there was a woman there who greeted him with a puppet dog on her arm and she was like, Mr. S- Mr. Wuffles says, come this way. And it was like, sounded fucking insane. Uh, so good. God. Good stuff. But we've got a story this week uh, about some rudeness, inconvenience stores, yeah. some controversy. Tell us what's going on, Pete. What's the news in Japan this week? Well, we're in trouble as foreigners. We are in trouble as foreigners Japanese convenience stores uh, are known for being you know I've, I've said it before 7-Eleven is the very much the embassy it's where your credit card works more often than not on the uh, on the old uh, ATM machines and stuff mm-hmm. but apparently <laughs> apparently somebody uh, visited a convenience store uh, recently a branch of Lawson uh, located in Osaka when they came across a sign pointed uh, sorry posted on the steamed bun display case at the counter mm. uh, the sign despite being written entirely in uh, uh, in Japanese is addressed to foreigners uh, and reads to foreign customers kore is prohibited say nikoman kudasai uh, kore means this, and kudasai means obviously means uh, uh, thank you, uh, please. Um, mm. So uh, when you're in a shop, and I've done it, and will continue to do <laughs> it, because fuck this guy, um, kore kudasai, like this, please. So, you know, it's it's it it may sound possibly to Japanese ears a little stronger than it needs to be, but um, yeah, uh, reading between the lines, it appears that staff had had enough of foreign customers saying kore, and presumably pointed the display case while doing so, as indicated by the illustration of a pointy finger on the uh, on the piece of paper. So yeah, people. Huh. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, so people are sort of kind of getting upset at the owner of the Lawsons, kind of, because um, they're saying, like, I don't think the word foreigner should be used here. That's a bit strong. If it's a word for foreigners, if it's a message for foreigners, shouldn't it be written in English? Uh, does that mean Japanese people can say kore? Um, well, they shouldn't give their steam buns such long names, like pizza bun with melty cheese and tomato. They should give the buns numbers instead, given there are so many different kinds. It's hard for staff to see uh, which people are pointing at from the other <laughs> side of the counter anyway. For crying out loud. So, it sounds very much like the Japanese people are on board um, with the foreigners' Furious. difficulties about saying what they want, but I had no idea that Corey was particularly rude, Christopher. Is, is this the case? Uh, I mean, it depends how you say it. Like, uh, if you like, one of these, please. If you just go, then, yeah, that could kind of be rude, because it's like, you're just going, this, but if you're like, this, yeah, but it's what's weird about this. Yeah, they've written it in Japanese, so it's a little post-it note that yeah. says "Gaikokuji no Hyakusama, Kore Kinshi Nikuman Kudasai." Like they've they've written it in <laughs> in kanji that that yeah. nobody can read if they don't know Japanese. And the odds yeah. are, you know, if you can read that, you're gonna be ru- you're gonna be like polite anyway, right? Um, 
Yeah. So nothing or about ruder. this makes sense. Ruder and more accurate in Japanese, maybe. I don't know. It's weird. It's just like somebody working <laughs> yeah, at the store must have just been pissed off or grumpy that day and thought, fuck mm. this, and then wrote it on a note and stuck it on. And I'm amazed I they think got that away very with that, much really. They, well, I mean, they didn't. As soon as Lawson well, head office got uh, got wind of it, he went, "No, nope, uh, really, get, let's get rid of that, please. Thank you." And rightly so. <laughs> rightly so. It's a little, yeah. bit, little bit cheeky, isn't it? We're just doing our best for crying out loud. We're just doing our best as foreigners. I think you should. You should. We should seek out this convenience store and go there five times in one day. I'd just be like, call it, call it, jigaimas. <laughs> when it. they go, to, when they go, go to get the Nikuma, I'm just be like, jigaimas. The person yeah. responsible for this treacherous <laughs> behaviour. Cheeky fucker. Honestly. Cheeky fucker. Honestly. Did they, they, did, they didn't explain why anyone was doing this. Was it was just someone in the store? I think it's just... I, 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 no, I mean, I, I do it all the time when I'm there. So, yeah, but like, I don't, no, I don't but really like, know why... Did they explain why the issue? staff did this or who the place did it? I was. I think they were just. Um, I think they just got. Con- uh, it was quite hard to figure out what people meant, if you know what I mean. Um, when it comes to pointing out which uh, which buns, that was pretty much why it was uh, why it was there. Mm. Uh, the, the staff told the, the head office that the sign was put up after a number of customers ended up uh, receiving the wrong bun. But that doesn't. It doesn't mean you know. That's not what the what the um, what the sign achieves, is I, it? So yeah, I'm not having it. I used to get. I used to get a pizza man like a pizza bread every morning mm. for three years on my way to school it was a great yeah. breakfast don't let anyone tell you otherwise <laughs> pizza bread and an iced coffee that is the dream that is the key to success and yeah. I would always be like oh Kore on a gaishmas and they never fucked it up not once because they can no. see where my finger's pointing and they know what's exactly. going on honestly yeah, yeah, you're molehill. touching the buns as well you just put your, you just open the back of the machine and just jam your hand in there yeah, get pizza sauce on your fingers. <laughs> Steal all the pizza bread. We'll be back in just a moment, yeah. guys. Real stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realize that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash Japan. Now we're back with the fax machine, and Pete has no questions this week because I've got access to them, and he doesn't. Oh, hey, power. Freestyling it. Freestyling power at my fingertips it. Here. And here's the first one uh, from <laughs> Harry, who says, uh, Hello, Chris and Pete. My name's Harry, and I'm coming to you from the land of rugby and birds that can't fly, a.k.a. New oh. Zealand. As I was... Uh, as I wait with bated breath to find out if I get accepted on the JET programme, I'm currently making a contingency plan for if I don't. I'd like to apply for a working holiday visa, but besides a master's in fine arts specialised in theatre, my only skill of note is that I'm a very experienced uh, barista, or as I often mistakenly call it, a barrister, which is a very different profession. Um, my question is, <laughs> how difficult would it be to find work throughout cafes in Japan when I have little to no language knowledge? Will my eight years of experience and beautiful latte art help balance that out? Also, how are you doing? Also, we want to hear how you're doing. Uh, all the best, guys. Uh, Harry <laughs> from New Zealand. Are you doing well, Pete? Are you I'm good? doing all right, yeah. yeah you, you doing all right? I'm all right. I'm <laughs> are we doing all right? I'm yeah, cracking. We're fine. We're fine. Just want to be a bar- I want to be a barrister, not a barista. I want to be a barista. Um, barista. Well, I, I already foresee problems, Harry. Uh, as long as pe- <laughs> people pointing at the wrong thing on the menu, call it, call it. <laughs> could already see some issues there. I would say, uh, yeah. I think you can. I think you could probably work at a coffee shop in Japan if you don't know Japanese, to mm. some extent. Maybe it would have to be one where the cost, the customers are largely foreign customers in Tokyo. I don't know. Mm. It would be a little bit tricky. I'm not going to lie. Um, maybe let's let's hope for the Chet program. I, I recently discovered the secret to getting on the jet program. I met someone who uh, did the marking for it, and I found out all mm. the secrets. Do you want to know yeah. the secret? Um, no, actually, no, I do. You want to know? How, how do you get on? How do you get on? Do you get on? You know, this is going to be absolute mana from heaven for people who <laughs> um, will be going on this, surely. Well, I will tell you for a fee. No, the, the secret apparently <laughs> is uh, no Japanese. They basically said, he basically said, even if they were like shit, they would basically be like, eh, give them a yes. 
if they knew any Japanese or knew if they any claimed Japanese at all. If they claimed they'd learn Japanese, right? And on my application, even though I was like, I'm rubbish at Japanese, I'm a beginner, but I've been studying a few hours. I think that must have swung right. it for me, right? So that must have helped me get through. So yeah, he basically you said savvy chat. Just basically like, yeah, wabi sabi, innit? But like, mm. even if you don't know any Japanese, if you've indicated you've learned a little bit, you don't have to demonstrate mm. it in front of the interviewers. Um, That's amazing. There you go. It's a shame we're 10 years too late for you and uh, and my other friends who wanted to get on. But if we can go back in time, in a time yeah. machine, we can tell a younger Pete Donaldson the me secret. And, me and Ludwig. <laughs> you, Ludwig, and uh, Jackie's husband, yeah. Nick. The, the, the glorious trio. <laughs> Three of the most brilliant people yeah. I know. And because they don't speak a word of Japanese or knew anything yeah. other than Chigaimas, they couldn't get on the Jet <laughs> program. So what I will say to yeah, you, right. Harry, is make sure you know some Japanese and um, you'll be fine. It's as easy Ooh. as that, apparently. It's, it's, it's a massively... It's a seriously flawed interview process because he was like, just idiots were getting on left, right and centre, but they knew like one yeah. word of Japanese. Pretty big flaw. That's awful. Pretty big flaw. That's a big flaw yeah. in mind. <laughs> there you go. Um, I have lost the other story. Fuck. Oh, you lost the other story. <laughs> I'm supposed to have access here, and I've failed it. All right, here we go. Here we go. L.A. Pachinko Preet. Pachinko Preet. Pachinko Pete and Chisai Chris. I visited Japan for the first time in 2016, and I've not been uh, very clued up on much more than a few video games and a few usual bits and pieces. However, at my first visit, I was blown away by how different Japan feels and how calm and enjoyable the rural parts can be. I visited a couple mm. um, a few times, a couple of times since, the last being as lockdown began. I boarded my flight to we can't refund you. The rules still it's say it's sorry, uh, we can't refund you. The rules still say it's safe to fly. And I landed uh. to a bunch of people messaging me, freaking out that during the flight the travel rules and lockdown had come into effect. <laughs> Good God. Wow. I managed to have an incredible ten days of freedom before I was forced to return with seven other people on our flight, <laughs> which was odd. That was almost three years ago, and I've been learning Japanese since and I'm really excited to try it out. Due to time constraints, I'm limited when I can get this year and I'm looking to go during August as I am a complete nutter or am I a complete nutter for considering this or will I be able to enjoy my first time there still speaking Japanese I'm more than happy to go off the beaten path but if you have any tips for summer friendly places check out uh, to check out that would be amazing all the best guys Tim summer from loving having a blast Hokkaido. hanging out in Japan <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like getting on a plane and then while you're in midair they're like we've mm. just shut the border and he managed to sneak in on the last day which would have been like the end of March yeah. or the first week of April 2020 a very bizarre time indeed but mm. I don't know what would you do in summer if you come to Japan um, hot guy summer I'd probably just uh, mooch around Kyoto and place like that you know it's nice and picturesque <laughs> it will be filled with people but you know you'll, you'll be able to get a little pocket of of dreamy uh, environs for yourself i'm sure just have a have a stroll around just mm. make sure you take a, a bottle of water or two because uh, you know dehydration is no joke people that's very true that's why mm. picari sweat is so easily <laughs> to purchase on the go uh, <laughs> yeah no I, I just come back from kyoto and it was rammed to, to fuck most of the streets right. absolutely rammed but it still doesn't overshadow what is an amazing city and the secret hack mm. to surviving Kyoto's crowds are number one don't go on a Saturday and Sunday because you've got all the Japanese tourists to contend with as well um, right 
Whereas on like a weekday, it's not half as bad. And then mm. get up really early and go in the morning between like 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the crowds are mm. much less. By about 3 p.m., it's insane. It's like Mad Max. It's a bit wild. It's a bit crazy in these streets. <laughs> so, yeah, pick the right day. Go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Go in the morning mm. and you will be able to have Kyoto all to yourself, as far as I'm concerned. Lovely. But also Hokkaido. Go to Hokkaido. In summertime, it's the one part of Japan that's actually bearable and thoroughly pleasant in those hot, humid weather. So mm. bear that in mind. But uh, yeah, come on over. Come on back, Tim. Put your Japanese to good use. And just remember, kore hitotsu onegaishimasu, not just kore. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Inconvenience stores in Nagoya. We'll be back later <laughs> in the week, guys. But for now, keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to abroadinjapanpodcast at gmail.com. Have yourself a great few days. And we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.